Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. Uh, trust that you all are keeping safe and well uh, through these days. Uh, as we look to spend some time together this evening, we recognise uh, the blessings that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. We look to come before him this evening and to hear his words uh, working in our lives. Um, as we come together this evening, we're going to be looking again at the book of Nehemiah uh, as we think about that idea of God's people coming together in his name, of that awareness of being led uh, by his spirit and knowing his goodness working in our lives. As we begin this evening, let me just also highlight that our church building is now open on Sunday mornings uh, and uh, the service starts each morning at 11 o'clock, but the doors are open from 10.30. And if you haven't been before and you are thinking about coming back to church, then all I would ask is please do let Brian know before Friday at 5 p.m. It just gives us an opportunity to plan the seating uh, for Sunday as we still have some restrictions in the church with social distancing and it helps us to plan for that. So please keep that in mind if you are coming back uh, into the church building for Sunday worship. If you let Brian know before five o'clock on Friday, that would be great. Well, we come before God this evening and as we do that, let me read some words from Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell of all his wondrous, wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Well, that's what we are looking to do this evening. We're looking to seek the Lord, to know of his strength working in our lives. And as we do that, let us come before God now in, in prayer. Heavenly Father, we approach you this evening in Jesus' name. Lord, we look uh, to the promises that you have given to us. And Lord, we come before you, Lord, in thanksgiving. Enjoy, Lord, that our security is not in what we see here in this temporary world, but it is in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you uh, that we have those promises each day. Lord, that we may know of your mercies working in our life in all that we may do. And Lord, as we come before you this evening, we look to bring our lives before you, for we long to know of you working in our lives, to know of the promises of what it means to seek you each day. And Lord, to know what it means, Lord, to rest in you in all that we may face. Lord, we come before you asking that you may take away the things in our lives, Lord, that are not of you, for, Lord, we are so easily entangled with this world. We so easily, Lord, long uh, to make ourselves uh, the centre of our lives. And, Lord, we can be so easily become attached to the temporary things of this world. And so we ask, Lord, that as we take time in your name this evening, 
that we have that great awareness, Lord, of a freedom that we have in you. That in Jesus' name, Lord, we recognise that this is something uh, that we want to hold on to more than anything else in this world. To know of your promises, to know of what it means to follow you in our lives. Lord, we bring one another before you, asking, Lord, that we may know that joy of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going to praise God now with our first item of praise. This praise is sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family. Uh, A well-known praise, Come People of the Risen King. Sing to the 
Well, turn with me now uh, to God's Word. As we take time uh, in God's Word now, we're going to read from Nehemiah chapter 9. And we're just going to read the first three verses of this chapter, um, starting uh, at verse 1, chapter 9 of Nehemiah. This is the Word of God. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and having dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the wickedness of their fathers. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of the day and spent another quarter in confession and in worshipping the Lord their God. Here we end the reading of God's word to us. Let us come now uh, uh, to God again in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we take time in your word this evening, as we look at this chapter, recognising the need we have uh, in prayer of you, help us, Lord, uh, to uh, have that thirst of coming before you daily, of knowing, Lord, the joy it is uh, to speak with you, to know what it means, Lord, uh, to bring each and everything before you in our lives, to know of your goodness and love. Lord, we ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I wonder if you've ever taken a phone call thinking it's only going to be a minute or two I'm on the phone and then about half an hour or 45 minutes later you're still thinking, I don't know when this phone call's going to end. Um, and you try to suggest a, a couple of things on the phone hoping that it's the end of conversation but it continues on and on and on and you end up thinking, am I ever going to get off this phone call? Well, as we turn to the book of Nehemiah, uh, chapter 9, we see here that Nehemiah records the longest prayer in the entire Bible. Nehemiah records for us uh, this prayer of God's people coming together. And over the last couple of chapters, we see how they've gathered together spontaneously to hear God's word read to them, uh, to study it more in, in, in small groups. But now here we see a record of the prayer that they bring before God. And Nehemiah records for us this great model of prayer that will teach us several profound lessons on how to have a meaningful conversation with God. This prayer is a community event. It takes place following the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles. And while the Feast of Tabernacles had been a time of celebration of God's goodness, the occasion of this prayer was a time of sober self-judgment. It was a time when the people expressed their feelings of grief over their rebellion, over the sins that they know in their lives uh, and in the lives of others uh, uh, that have gone before them. The people of Israel, after spending decades in captivity and slavery in Babylon, knew why their civilization had fallen. They knew why they had been taken into foreign captivity. 
They knew they had sinned and forgotten God. The men, women and children of the nation had all paid the price. And this prayer was prayed by and on behalf of God's people, Israel. And we, as God's people, the church, we can learn from this prayer how to restore our civilization to life and to sanity, to recognise the need we have of coming before God in sober reflection of who we are. These opening verses tell us that the people gathered before God to pray. They fasted and they wept. They pleaded for mercy. And here's the important point. They kept the matter strictly within the family of Israel. They didn't involve foreigners. They did not blame others for their plight. They looked at themselves and they confessed their own sins and the sins of their ancestors. And later in this passage we see that the Levites divided themselves into two groups. Some stood on the stairs leading up to the water gate and others were on the platform on the opposite side of the square. And these two groups would call back and forth to the people, one group confessing the sins of the people and the other praising God. The first group was the group that led the confession and the second group was the group that led the praise. Back and forth, recognising who they are, confessing their sin and their rebellion, but then also Alongside that, the other group, praising and recognising who God is. So the rest of this chapter relates to us, the prayer that is prayed. In verses 5 to 6, they first of all acknowledge who God is. You alone, Lord, you made the heavens, even the highest heavens and the starry hosts. The earth and all that is uh, that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything. The multitudes of heaven, they worship you. They acknowledge who they are speaking to, the cre- creator God. And then after this, in verses 7 to 8, they acknowledge the covenant-keeping God. They recall uh, the story of Abraham and how God had made that covenant with him and to his offspring. Then further on in verses 9 to 12, they recognise the rescuer God. They recall the events of Egypt and how God led them out uh, of slavery. And following on from this then, in verses 13 to 15, They recognised the God who guided them through the wilderness, who brought uh, good commands and laws into their lives, who provided food for them when they needed it. But then after this, we see in verses 16 to 25, they recognise people's rebellion and how uh, they turned away from God. But alongside this, there is the compassion of God who continues to work with his people. In verse 20, 
uh, we can read, you gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths and you gave them water for their thirst. This is the God who sustained them through all. And then we see in verses 26 to 31, the cycle of God's people continuing um, to rebel against God. Then we recognise that God uh, judges them. He brings other nations to take their lands. But then he re- we see here that he um, rescues them again. In verse 30, uh, we, read, we read that for many years you were patient with them. By your spirit you admonished them th- th- through your prophets. Yet they paid no attention. So you handed them over to the neighbouring peoples. The cycle of judgment and rescue continuing with God and his people. But then in verses 32 to 37, the final part of the prayer is confession. Is recognising who they are speaking to, the covenant keeping God. And recognising that all they can do is know that they are the ones who are a rebellion. They are the ones uh, who have rebelled against God. Our kings, our leaders, our priests and our fathers did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or the warnings you gave them. Even while they were uh, in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them in their spacious and fertile land you gave them, They did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. Here, as they come before their creator God, they confess the sins of uh, their own lives and the sins of those who have gone before them. And they asked uh, for God to act. As we look at this prayer as a whole, We recognise the importance of praising God. It's the only place that we can begin. We acknowledge the glory of God who is the maker of all things, the giver of life. And we easily forget that every moment of our lives is lived in dependence upon him. We are privileged to draw our next breath and consume our next meal because God himself has sovereignly willed it. And as we follow this example of grateful worship prayer, we never forget that all we owe uh, our gracious and loving maker is our lives, the things that he has given us each day. We look to confess the times in which we have fallen away from him and knowing that he is the one who will bring change and transformation. We bring our lives before him. As we listen to this prayer, as we hear what God's people are doing, let me ask, is this something that you have done recently? That you have taken that time to reflect on who God is and where your life is going. To take that time to come before God 
to confess your sin before him and to ask him to work in your life. This is something that, that even as we have been, if you've been following Jesus for many, many years, it is something that we need to do regularly to know uh, of that joy of bringing our lives before God, longing for him to act in them. Let us come uh, before God in prayer as we finish. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening recognising, Lord, that we can so easily drift away from you. We can so easily, Lord, look to other things as important in life. And so, Lord, we come to you, the one who has changed our hearts, the one who we have a great joy in. And, Lord, we look uh, to confess our sin before you, to know of your mighty power working in our lives. For, Lord, we look to you as our living hope. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to praise God now with another well-known item of praise, again sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family. Great is thy faithfulness.
As we take in this picture of God's people coming together in his name and coming together in prayer, let us take this time, as we usually do at the end of our podcast, to bring one another uh, to God in prayer, to lift up those who are hurting through these days, those who are feeling anxious and worried about what will happen over these days. And to lift up those who we feel are falling away from God. Or do, who do not know him at this time. Let us come before our God in prayer for others. Heavenly Father, we look to you this evening. As the one who is faithful. who The one uh, who as we taste your promises will change and transform our lives. And Lord, we come before you this evening, looking to know of you working in our lives and the lives of our loved ones. And Lord, we lift up before you our church family here in Mavilla. Lord, asking, Lord, that we may have that awareness of your spirit uh, directing and guiding us each day. Lord, we want to lift up before you those who are dealing with ill health at this time. We pray for those in hospital um, through these days. We pray for those, Lord, who are awaiting uh, results of tests. And those, Lord, who are dealing with uh, different treatments and medication at this time. And Lord, we ask that through these things, that they may know of you as the God who journeys with them each and every day. Lord, that they may know of what it means to rest in you through all things. Lord, we pray this not only uh, for those who are dealing with ill health, but those who are caring for them through these days as well. Asking, Lord, uh, that they may know of you as their strength in all that they may face. And Lord, we want to lift up before you in the changeable days that we are living in, those who are feeling anxious and afraid, those, Lord, who are wary that their lives are going to have some big changes in them, we ask, Lord, that they may know of the security that they have in you, that they may know of what it means, Lord, to place all their burdens on you, the living God, and that they may have Uh, that uh, peace about the next steps ahead. And Lord, we come before you this evening 
to know, Lord, that you are the one who is in control. And Lord, there are so many times in which we look out into this world and think that the world is falling so far away from you. Lord, that this world that we see now is but such a pale reflection of your good creation. But Lord, we recognise that you are continuing to work through these days. And Lord, we pray that we may be reminded of this again and again. Lord, that you are living and active. Your word is powerful and it continues to change lives. And Lord, we lift up before you those who we feel have fallen away from you. We pray for those who uh, we feel that their hearts are hardened against the things of you. And Lord, we lift up before you our young people through these days as well. And Lord, we ask that through your word, through the Spirit, Lord, that we have that great awareness, Lord, of you working in people's lives, of hearts softening before you, of people asking questions that they had never asked before, of that acceptance that you are the God who reigns on high. You are the one uh, who brings true fulfilment and life. And Lord, that we may have uh, that joy of seeing uh, salvation, of the salvation that you give. We may see lives being renewed and changed. Lord, we long for this. We long to know of your joy, of the the creation that you have brought. And Lord, we ask this for our church family here in Mavilla. We ask this for our community around us. And Lord, for our country and our world that is so in need of you. Lord, we come before you now. In Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Please keep safe and well. uh, And hopefully we'll see many of you again on Sunday morning. We'll close with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.